Grand Rising Cybernauts, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to a brand new episode of Interview with Allie B. You know, here we let the darkness fill us if it must, but we throw off that quick and tempting escape. We seek out the help from only those who would teach us to grow, feed our souls, embrace our hearts, but do not try to steal away our journey. So sit down, buckle up, and let's get started. You know, I had been sick for two weeks, and getting this third episode out felt like getting the first one out. And the reason being is I had to almost start all over in my ability to just hit record. So sit back and relax. Let's get started here and dive into some of 2023. You can actually journal along with me if you'd like on some of the prompts that I have created as I closed out and released last year and also what I am bringing into 2023. So closing out 2022 and bringing in a year with the things that we learned, the things that we now know, and how to make use of them. Because, you know, sometimes those lessons that we go through in life have to be learned, learned over and over again until we get it right. And that to me is what 2022 was all about. And some of that I will be bringing right into this new year. Um, Honestly, 2022 was the year where I became, I evolved, and I realized that I am truly capable of doing anything that I put my mind to. I started off the year as a GM of a restaurant. It was the first time holding that title. And in a lot of ways, I thought I was ready to let go of the restaurant industry, corporate industry altogether, because I would always lose sight of my reality of what was really important in life. I would be making others money. I'd be making these corporations, these businesses money. And how much was I truly feeding myself? Or was I just feeding my bank account? And in 2022, um, I challenged myself in my titles as a GM to be all that I could be. I know that's a super cliche thing to say, but running a whole restaurant, running a whole anything is a lot of responsibility. And if you don't do it with integrity and honor and truthfulness within yourself and those that you work with, um, you can learn the hard lessons. And this time around in the industry, I learned all the good lessons. I learned to trust my gut. I learned to stand up for myself and to stand up for others, even if that meant I was painted out to be the bad guy. And I was totally okay with that because I settled into me and I knew that even if my reality did not set up perfectly with someone else's, it still mattered. My voice still mattered and my feelings still mattered about the situation. So I love to start my release of a year with some prompts, with some reflection, and getting it down on paper or typing it up, as I like to do, um, is really important to me. It's important to reflect on each month and also find some really good points to take with me into the new year. So welcome into 2023, but we are going to take ourselves back a little bit into 2022. Um, When I end a year, I like to start a new year with an intention. 
um, sometimes a mantra or a word that I keep going back to. And it doesn't mean that I always remember to do that. This year's, um, I'm definitely going to stick to. I got five, no, I got four calendars this year to separate some of the day-to-day things, month-to-month things, and have them be visually right in front of me as much as possible. Uh, Reminders, if you would. So last year, um, as I brought in 22, I was looking at becoming Allie. That was like my intention that I wanted to set. It was to truly become myself. When you go through life trying to make others happy, you lose sight of making yourself happy and making the life that you truly wanted to create and realizing what is truly important to you. Um, So that year as a whole, um, when it first started out, I was afraid. Um, I was afraid of what I was going to uncover when I was coming home to myself. But I knew that I didn't have a choice any longer or I was going to lose everything. Um, And in the end, I was given everything that I needed. And honestly, I still cannot believe how the year shaped out and how truly home I brought myself. Uh, The lessons, I put down some of my greatest lessons and what they taught me. And it's crazy to look at this right now because if anybody in my close circle knows we have been through a lot and it's only been one week into this new year. And I wrote this out before this week happened. So um, we're going to do some reflection and uh, double reflection too, because I wrote that the greatest lesson in 22 taught me that the truth will always come out and to not fight darkness with darkness. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, What I learned about myself is that I could create everything that I wanted that if I can dream it, then I can do it. Nothing is too big. No manifestation is too much. If I truly love myself, then the right people will show up in my life. That I can do it all by myself. And I do not need to rely on anyone or anything to build a life or happiness. You know, I've always been the person um, that wasn't loved enough unless I gave enough. And this love that I gave myself was enough to show me that I'm lovable. That I'm lovable for all that I am, all that I've been, and all I have yet to be. You know, um, understanding last year that mistakes are okay. um, And no one needs to know your inner truth unless they deserve it, unless they earn it. Um, That I am not needing to live my life through what people think of me and that the ones that truly love me will show that by supporting me in exactly who I am in that moment. And I can make people earn my trust Not everyone's going to leave me, and I'm more than enough. What I did to understand who I am is I realized that I feel like I need to defend who I am. I felt like I needed to defend who I was. To those who actually didn't deserve that energy, to deserve my energy, that I am exactly who I know I am. I am messy and I can't be perfect just to suit others and to be more comfortable. I also learned that my ADHD is a superpower and I don't need to try and be something that I'm not. I also learned that I am a great friend, a great mother, and a great lover. Uh, Sometimes, you know, putting down what you are, even if others tell you you might not be, Um, helps you realize that your reality is yours. And I've said this before, but 
it really is none of your business what others think of you. I did a lot of manifesting last year. Um, I sat with almost every new moon, so when the moon is not visible, and created everything in those moments. I wanted to leave my full-time job. I wanted to make a path online that was going to build a vision, build a brand that I was proud of. I wanted to find my humans. I wanted to step into my magic. I wanted to become a cleaner person, a tidier person, but without shame and without putting energy into it that was just to prove something. I wanted to do it in a authentic alley way. Uh, I wanted to start my podcast program, my Discord, and start with YouTube um, and get my TikTok to be a place where I didn't feel like I was constantly defending myself and really make it authentic and not have any fear based in that. I wanted to dive into my coaching academy, which I also did. If you do not know too much about me, I am a certified coach through Radiant Academy. I love that place. Des is the owner of Radiant Academy, and I couldn't be more grateful for that woman. She is the light of this universe, and she does so much work literally all around the world. So I wanted to um, step into that energy. I wanted to start helping others help others. And she gave me the opportunity to open up my own coaching academy. And now we have Till Valhalla Coaching Academy, um, which is partnered with Radiant as I get all of my accreditations through ICF to make that possible. So Des, if you're listening, thank you. Um, thank you to all the Radiant coaches because without every last one of you, I wouldn't be the coach that I am today. Um, I also wanted to manifest freedom in a financial way. And I took some leaps and bounds and trusted myself to make decisions that others would be, I think, terrified to make. I put in you know, some of my own money to make a, who knows what could have happened. Um, I created a store within Norse paganism jewelry um, because I love the, what I call Viking oath armbands. Um, mine is permanent and you place oaths on it and the energy, I, I can't even, I, I literally don't even know where to start with that, but I went out of my comfort bubble and I knew I was capable of finding good product. The energy to me in product means that when you buy something from somebody, you want it to come from a good place, right? Not just physically, but energetically as well. And when I was searching for my oath armband, uh, it felt off. It felt like I was disconnected from the business aspect of it, as in I didn't know who I was getting it from, and it's such a unique and magical and powerful piece that I wanted to fix that problem. So I got in contact with a really, really amazing manufacturer and made my dreams come true to help others connect to um, some of their Norse pagan path as well with items that we hold very, very sacred to us. So I manifested the ability to create my own website and to get that all live and launched. And yes, I was absolutely terrified. But what did I have to lose? Some money. And then I would have a lesson learned or a better way of doing it the next time. But that didn't happen. Everything went, I wouldn't say perfectly as in exactly the way I thought it would go, but the outcome of it allowed me to leave my full-time job and work on building the beautiful community that we have on Discord and connected me with my people, my family, Tom, Agnar, Sam, 
Alex, Bunny, Mo, Stacy, Heather. Um, I literally get choked up every time just saying their names together. I found them. I found my family. I found my friends. I found the people that would never take away my journey and support me and love me unlike anything I ever felt. And that is why I was so proud to bring them into this this community individually and to watch us as a family grow together, um, heal together, and learn together has been truly one of my favorite moments in life. Uh, thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. They're my favorite part of the year, honestly, but the wonders of motherhood, you know, I went through a big transition with my daughter, um, a transition that I don't wish on any child. It was not a transition that I did to her, but it was a transition that we had to go through together. Uh, and we are still learning this new journey that Lou and I are on. We are learning it as a family with Eric, um, and she is becoming such a beautiful little soul as she embarks on her authentic self. Uh, she's very, very smart, but she also, um, she knows me very well. I know some, you know, parents don't have as close connections either with certain children or with their children, but I always tell her, I'm like, I think we're going to be best friends when you're older. I think so. Uh, you never know. You know, some kids hate their parents at some point. Some kids just go through life and they want nothing to do with anyone that raised them. And that's okay. But her and I have an ability to go through this, this life together and teach each other in every single moment. So one of the wonders was I ended up getting, you know, a one wheel. I think you guys have seen that on TikTok or um, have heard me talk about it. If you're a close friend, you've probably had uh, FaceTimes with me while I'm on it. Um, I got her one for Yule. Um, this was her first full Yule. And I talked to her about presents. I talked to her about gifts. And I said, you know, now you're old enough to choose. Most of the time, you know, I get her a good amount of toys. She's um, going to be eight here this month. And I told her, I'm like, hey, I know you love my one wheel. So I have a question for you. If you had to choose, would you want, like you did last year, just a bunch of presents? Or do you want just one present that is more expensive? Um, and that will be your only present. And she sat there and she thought and she thought and she said, you know what, mama, I feel like every Christmas you almost waste your monies. She says money still. And I don't like to um, fix some of her words because I know they're going to be not, she's not going to say them for very much longer. So I, I work on her speech, but some words I just, I don't want to change. So she said, I feel like you waste your monies on my toys because there's so many of them I don't play with anymore and then the ones that I do play with I'm happy with them so I don't need any more toys and you and me could go on so many adventures if we both had a one wheel because I'm not very fast on my bike compared to your one wheel and I said Lou I think that's very smart um my one wheel can go up to like 30 miles an hour and she's having a harder time keeping up and she wants to she wants to go far so she decided on the one wheel, and that is what she got for Yule. Uh, Odin ended up giving her arm wrist uh, wrist savers. I forget what they're called. Make sure she doesn't break her wrist. Um, and a couple little trinkets um, from the gods. But I was really proud of her. Um, going through Yule this year, I wanted to make it magical for myself and for my family because if you have ever gone through spiritual we'll say shifts um especially if you go through religious shifts and the holidays can be some of the tricky ones 
in the beginning, you know, I had a lot of questions on TikTok about Yule and how to celebrate it and how to quote unquote do it the right way. And this year, I dove into it kind of with a blank slate. I wanted to, you know, get the big parts of it that will always be a tradition, such as like the Yule log and the Yule goat and, you know, the evergreen tree. But I wanted to really dive into the 12 Nights of Yule. And when I say this year was my absolute favorite holiday of all time, I truly mean it because I do have a lot of trauma and the holidays for me growing up were, um, I want to say like never good because somebody somewhere had to either dramatize it or traumatize it um, to the point where I stopped looking forward to holidays. Holidays meant that there was going to be fighting or sadness somewhere. And I've explained in the past that I had half of my childhood with my mother and half my childhood with my father. So when it came to traditions, I don't really have any that were soulfully mine or soulfully I wanted to take with me into adulthood. I had the magic of it. You know, I was raised Catholic and I was granted a really beautiful aunt and uncle that kept our family alive in the holidays. I don't think they ever got the gratitude that they deserved in that. Actually, I know they didn't. Um, but those memories are where I hold on to my childhood magic of holidays because even though I might have had chaos around, I knew walking into their house would um, make me feel loved and yeah, there's a lot of trauma and drama within my families, but I didn't really want to bring too much over into my adulthood. So back onto Yule, we celebrated each of the 12 nights in a very special way, and we ended it so perfectly. We burnt the Yule log and the goat at the same time. I don't know if I'll do that again next year because um, that's a lot of energy to place into the new year. So that was New Year's Eve that we did that. I wanted to go a little bit slower, but maybe that's just because I decided to cook a fantastic meal um, on screen. And when I mean on screen, I mean Heather, beautiful Heather, our chef in our weird. Um, she also has a book. So if you jump into the um, about thing on here, um, I'll leave a link in there for her cookbook. It is fantastic. And she is a magical chef in every way. Um, she sat on me on um, FaceTime with me and helped me cook because I like cooking. I just get anxious doing things wrong or not getting things right. And then I just kind of get too nervous and don't enjoy the process, which means I don't go back to the pots. <laughs> I don't go back to the oven. So we sat on FaceTime the entirety of our my cooking experience for New Year's Eve. And it took a lot longer than I thought. But I think it was because I was really enjoying the moment we were having. I was having old fashions. She had her beautiful champagne and it was full of laugh and laughs and tears and a memory that will stick with me forever. Heather, I love you. And thank you for giving me that. Um, when we ended the voice or the video, I almost said conference and we ended our video time together. I had to warm everything up and I put it all into the oven. So I had the cast iron that Heather also gifted for Yule to me. Um, I had that. I had a platter and I also put in the dessert to warm back up. And I was probably three um, old-fashioned homemade by scratch old fashions. Um, they're technically like sour and then I use Jameson, but I was three in and they had uh, three shots each. <laughs> and I was trying to get stuff out and I burnt myself so bad. I remember saying the first thing I said was, 
that was a real bad one. And Eric heard me. He came running. He's like, where are the pickles? And he grabbed a pickle a slice, shoved it on my arm. Um, and then I rinsed it with cold water really quick and put it back on my arm. He ended up getting a wrap around it to make sure the pickles stayed. And I forgot about it. I literally forgot about it for the rest of the night until I woke up. I was like, oh, that feels kind of weird on my arm. What is that? And I looked at it. I was like, that's a lot worse than I thought. But happy healing I did have. And it is looking amazing. So a pickle slice. I don't know what it does. Something about a balancing of something with something, something works wonders if you can get that on a burn right away. Again, I am not a doctor, so make sure to ask your doctor first. <laughs> um, so I brought in the New Year's like that. I brought in and ended Yule with my family, my friends, and it was amazing. If you are Norse pagan, please reach out to me if you have any questions. Um, and if I don't have the answers, I have a great group of friends and family that um, will help you along that way. Uh, getting back into a little bit of 2022 um, and realizing all that I created. Um, I went into 2022 feeling uncomfortable because it did feel like a blank slate. Again, Elena and I went through a shift in her life and along, you know, side us was Eric and we had to rebuild what we thought our life was going to be because of this. Uh, with that came the rebuilding of myself. Uh, I want freedom for our family to do anything that we want. I want us to be able to travel and to learn and grow and help others wherever we may go. And so as I was succeeding financially, both in my professional world and in my what we call it side gig, <laughs> Um, building the brand that we were building, uh, I was able to gather the necessary tools. So I was able to get a really nice camera. Um, unfortunately, I didn't realize that my old laptop did not support the uh, technology of this camera. And so I had to get a updated laptop. Um, I also made sure before 2022 was over that I set up myself for podcasts so I could hit record before the end of the year. And since we are on episode three of interview, you know that I did it. <laughs> it is done. I actually don't think I need anything else in the technology part of the brand to get anything else done. So it's here. I, I did it all. My checklist is done and I'm super excited for 2023 because of it, because the world is wide open for creating content and getting that beacon out there for anybody that wants to listen, to grow and I don't know, to be together. So I did that. Um, and as I'm sitting here today, it still blows my mind what I am capable of. Uh, I know I haven't gone into all the traumas in my life, but I do have CPTSD, which is chronic uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And when I tell people, um, when they ask me, you know, what's kind of the difference between PTSD and CPTSD um, from a person that has it, I explain to it, I've explained to them that it's kind of like being an alcoholic. Um, a lot of people will say, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you can never be cured. Um, you can never not be an alcoholic. Um, I don't know if I fully believe that or what, but besides the point, it's like constantly having to take a shot every single day as an alcoholic um, and have reminders of the addiction or reminders of the feeling of it every single day, um, even if you want to quit. That's what CPTSD is. It is a disorder. It is a mental health issue that I have had dozens of traumatic events happen in my life um, to the point where I can't heal them. And I don't mean I can't heal them as in I can't move through them. I can't grow with them. But I mean it as in my body has 
reactions to things, even on the best days, um, without me having full control over it. Um, I had a person who specialized in PTSD talk to me the other day about how, you know, curing or moving through PTSD is to really get back to that place um, when that episode happened. And when I told her about CPTSD, I said, that's kind of why I know that I'll be carrying this with me for the rest of my life is because there's not a way to go through each, each thing um, and explain to my brain that those things don't have to affect me anymore. They are just always going to be with me. And I actually am a client for therapists, psychologists um, that love to have me because my ability to be inside of my thoughts, my hormones, uh, my reactions, and to have a consciousness that um, sees the whole picture. Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, where you reflect on your thoughts. Um, it's a lot like that, except mine is on my reactions. And I don't remember where we were getting with that. Oh, um, with 2022, realizing um, that that's, that's who I was going to be um, and to love it and to help others um, that may have the same path that I have or have gone through and how to embrace it, um, how to truly embrace it so that you can fulfill your happiness, your, your dreams, and enjoy your every moment of your life because it is a gift. Present moment is our biggest gift. So I close out some of my 2022 with what I am grateful for. I thank people. I thank things. And I close it out by telling 2022 what I am leaving behind. I actually wrapped up my calendar. So the calendar that hangs in our kitchen and we have random things on it. I wrap it up. But before I do, I actually open up my cell phone and I go through my pictures. I go through some of my online journals if there aren't pictures and I can tell something had happened or I kind of remember it. And I write down inside of that calendar things that happened those months, um, milestones, things that maybe I got, um, celebrations or tragedies. Um, I put them all down in that calendar. I think I wrote it in blue permanent marker this year. I take pictures of all of it each uh, month and I place them inside of my online um, app where my journals lay because it's really um, organized well. You can have multiple journals. It is called, I believe, Day One app. Um, yep, day one. And it's a really easy way to look back and to create an, an ability to reflect. And also it's sacred and safe because it's password protected, all that stuff. Anyways, so I do that calendar thing and I wrap it up. I wrap it up in twine. This year I had my twine actually above my simmer pot for my 2022 release simmer pot and it was wrapped around the two handles so that the steam like seeped into this twine. I took that calendar and wrapped it up with that um, with that twine and that is what I was going to burn. And as I burned it, um, I wanted to remember what I was going to leave behind. Um, I put down that I was going to stop coming from a place of not enough. I was going to leave behind the ability to allow others to cross my boundaries. I was going to leave behind the thinking I might not be successful. Uh, leaving behind trusting too fast. Leaving behind part-time, present, moment motherhood. What I mean be I what I mean on that is the one-on-one -on -one time with our children is extremely important and Lou and I have a lot of it. But in 
be like inside of those one-on-one moments, there's usually some type of distraction, whether it's we have to do a chore or we have to, you know, check my phone because I do, you know, work at home. And besides when we are in nature, we don't have like a one-on-one where nothing can interrupt. I don't, I don't make that boundary. So I was going to leave behind part-time presence, which meant I was going to allow for moments to have zero interruption, no matter what. So to create that time when nothing can interrupt us, um, giving up in a fight, leaving that behind. When I have the ability to choose to fight, sometimes I give up. And that means that there's a cycle that doesn't go all the way through. And when I mean fight, I mean, whether it be an argument or, um, something small that when I fight for something, even if it's my reality, or at least to have someone understand my reality, that I'm not going to give up. Um, I said I was going to leave behind unhealthy living, unhealthy thinking, unhealthy loving. I was going to leave behind a shame, blame, and others' reality. (sighs) Even reading that right now, it feels so good because I truly have. Um, I think that this week was really, really hard and slipping up was definitely um, something that happened, but it happened in a way that I noticed it. And that is extremely important is when you notice it in the moment, because then you can change it and have that reflection while it's happening. So leaving those behind, I burnt that gosh darn calendar all the way to the ground. And I asked the gods, the Alpha, um, I asked to help them release me from 2022 and to manifest all the things in 2023. And I want you to know that it is not too late. Don't let anyone tell you it's too late to close out your 2022. It's not too late to do your manifesting of 2023 and If you would like, I would be more than happy to create some type of PDF um, to help you through that process. But even if you did this in June, if you're listening to this and it's midway through the year, it's good to have closure and it's also good to refocus. So this can be started at any time and divine timing is really important to me. So if it didn't happen when you thought it should happen, Maybe there's a reason behind that. Maybe there is a reason because you could do it better now. So don't worry about it when it comes to getting this done before the year. But it is a good, um, it is a good habit to get into because it helps to start off the year um, in that magical moment of whatever spirituality you have. So as I started my manifestation work into 2023. Um, I did some of it right before a really big fallout um, that had happened with some really close people, people I called family, sisters and brothers. Um, And it kind of happened during the perfect time. I say that because I didn't see it coming. Um, I saw actions happening that it would come but um, I woke up to it happening and I guess I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to cut that cord and to turn that page to the next chapter, which is today um, in our new reality of life, in our weird, in our community. So it came at a perfect time. But I did some of my manifestations for 2023 before it happened, and I am ending them after it happened. But the things that I work through when I am doing my manifestations for the year is both, um, or all three, business, personal, and motherhood. I go through and I create a word for that year um, and a mantra. My word for 2023 is serenity. I long for peace. Um, Yes, I am a fighter, 
Um, I thrive in chaos, but I long for a choice. I long for peace in a way that when the chaos comes, it's because um, some type of too much uh, neutral, too much, too much normal stuff is happening, and and it's just time to figure it out, or you know, fight from here. And as I was writing this down, I was able to dive into my business. So I made sure that I had my business goals. I had um, sectioned out the different pillars of my financial ability where I needed the um, income to come from if I wanted to hit my big goal and my daily goal, my weekly goal, and also where I wanted to build new financial pillars, which are pillars that create income um, for our brand. Um, I also made sure to put down some of the really big business goals when it comes to projects um, and certifications or credentialing that I want to get done along with my social media uploads. So making sure I stay on the podcast upload once a week, making sure that, you know, my TikTok posts are hitting um, my goals and also getting that YouTube channel rolling because that was something I think is still kind of creating itself of what I want the YouTube channel to be. Um, but I also have to dive um, back into my videography. I love it so much. But as I was creating the final pieces to everything else to be able to make those happen in 2023. Um, my creativity in videography kind of went down because it is a lot more work due to the technology of having a camera um, that isn't just point and shoot like our phones are. So I definitely relied on my iPhone and did more work within TikTok than I wanted to because I wanted that YouTube channel to be started. But this year, this year, guys, YouTube, it's going to hit. Also making sure that I am building out the coaching programs for uh, Till Valhalla Coaching Academy. And um, yeah, I am really excited to nail this. Um, I'm very competitive with myself, so I try hard to almost hide my dream goal of things because I don't want to ever stop striving for it but I also don't want to not get motivated because it's not hitting it so my goals are more I'm more than capable of hitting them um but I also have next tiers to hey if I hit these this is the next this is the next goal like keeping that in mind that there's always more um, some of my personal goals I wrote down, I have like meal planning. I really want to make sure I get through one book a month, um, getting on my yoga mat daily, meditation daily, 15 minute ice bath a week. So my goal is to make sure I, I'm inside that bath for 15 minutes all together um, throughout the week because I got one of my Yule gifts from Eric was um, the DIY ice bath in our basement right now, which is just a freezer chest um, filled with water. And I put big ice chunks in it and I get it down to 37 degrees. And I am in love. I can't even express to you all what that does to me. Um, I think you've probably heard it somewhere on social media of other people doing it. It still does not compare. It does not compare. So if you're interested in it, please reach out to me. I will answer as many questions as I can from my personal experience or um, guide you through the first um, the first sits, the first ice baths. Because ugh. anyways, I will move forward. Otherwise, I'll get too excited about that. Um, also, making sure to tidy up. Tidy up is tidying up is really hard for people with ADHD. Um, I know it's hard for people in general, but my brain will purposefully ignore things. And I mean purposefully as in I don't have a choice. No, it's not an excuse. I have tried so many different ways to remember to do something that is a daily task and I still will forget 
no matter how many post-it notes, no how many alarms, whatever it is, I still forget. I don't know how I do it. So I am just going to work on tidying up and continue to get better in a way that makes me still feel healthy and not ashamed because shame is not good for us. It's not. Um, and then my motherhood goals, which is getting Elena more into her video journals, um, a not listening jar because I do have a soon to be eight year old and they don't have a concept of the buildup of their actions. Um, so sometimes that physical, that physical thing can help. Uh, I put, um, the 30 minutes of one-to-one -one time with her a day, uh, one project a month. So her and I will work on something that will be finished once a month. Um, getting her into the spiritual um, practices. So learning some more in-depth things when it comes to spiritual practice. Um, again, I'm a yoga instructor, Reiki master, I'm a Norse pagan. So we have a lot um, to learn in our journey and sitting with her and taking the time to teach her. You know, she's my favorite student. Um, some daily disciplines. Um, to make sure that they're getting hit and, you know, being able to give her prizes that are planned that she gets to choose and pick out. So she gets to see the benefit of success. Kids kind of just kind of get success prizes all the time. Um, this generation that is being raised right now, we know that it is a everyone should win type of generation out in society. And I don't think that it's doing our children um, the best in their development. So I want to make sure that she sees what she earns and also her capabilities and what she is capable of doing if she just puts her mind to it. As I am looking for a piece of paper that I dropped. Aha! All right. So I went through my, um, my longing for, which I accidentally said was my word for 2023. My longing for, for 2023 was serenity. My word for 2023 is actually discipline. Um, I have not picked out my mantra yet for, um, this year, but it is in the works. Um, but I did put in my nine cardinal rules of this year. And I'm going to read them out to you. So if you would like, you are more than um, welcome to copy anything that I do. Or if you have questions or again, that PDF, I would love to create that for you. So my nine cardinal rules. One, to make peace with your past so it won't affect your present. Two, no one is in charge of my happiness except me. Three, when I lose, I won't lose the lesson. Four, I do not complain of things I allow to stay the same. Five, to be impeccable with my word. Six, to maintain the highest frequency possible. Seven, to stay on course. Eight, Elena comes first. And nine, I take that back. Eight was Elena comes second. And nine is Allie, me, comes first. Um, I put that in because... As parents, we lose sight of that a lot, um, that if we don't take care of ourselves, we're not going to be um, able to take care of our children in the ways that we want. So I made sure to put that in there. Um, I put my I will nots. So there's things that I was not going to bring in from 2022 that I was doing. And this is my I will nots of 2023. I will not argue with people. I will not waste energy on one-sided relationships. I will not pretend to be anything I am not. I will not accept toxic behavior because it's more comfortable than the change. I'm not going to go along just to get along. I'm not going to try to change those who are committed to staying the same. I'm not going to complain no, I'm not going to compare myself to others. I am not going to take anything personally. I'm not going to apologize for things I do not do. 
It was a long list, Allie, but you got this. I believe in you. <laughs> so I hope that as we wrap up this episode of interview, episode three, that sharing my journey with you um, possibly made you feel like you weren't alone in some of the journeys that were similar to know that you can always start again. You can always have a fresh start. You don't need to bring with you your past. That's not who you are anymore. And you can be reborn at any moment. Uh, what you want to manifest is more than happy to manifest for you. When you ask the universe, source, your gods for things, they want to give them to you. And most of the time they give them to you. You just don't see that they gave you the first piece. And what you do with that first piece is what's going to put the rest of the puzzle together. So coming in to 2023, if this first week was hard, like it was for me and my family, my, my friend family, my family family, um, know that everything that leaves you was meant to. Um, I was taken advantage of. I was tricked. I was manipulated. I knew it was happening in the moment, but I believed in change. I believed that people get better. I believed that I might not be seeing it correctly or... It was just a moment in time, and I was wrong. Um, I would say that I learned a lesson, but it's not exactly true. Um, I learned that everything happens for a reason. Um, I learned that you'll never know if it could get better until you're in that situation. And I learned that every happy moment... Um, don't take it for granted. Don't take for granted the easy moments because maybe tomorrow will be harder. And the piece of the easy moments when you're sitting in them to just take that extra breath of gratitude. <sighs> so as we close out this podcast, I want you to be there for yourself this year, to witness everything that you're going to manifest. I want you to be proud of yourself. I want you to release shame. And I want you to know that we are here. I am a DM, PM, a Discord message, a comment away. So questions, comments, concerns, anything, I am here for you. And if you are no longer in my life and you are listening to this, thank you. Thank you for the moments you were there. Thank you for the lessons. Um, and I do truly hope the best, the brightest life that you can have. Take care, everybody. I will see you next Friday on episode four interview with Allie B.